Michelle, okay. where did you get that amazing headpiece? Oh my gosh, it's so funny that you should ask because she's in the virtual Zoom room with us. Paula Femme herself, Petra. This is, it's EVA foam, it's several layers. I kind of took a little bit of inspiration from the Shira style of headpiece and then I tried to explain it to Michelle, like it, it just kind of happened over the course of a few DMs and I was like, would you like me to make you a headpiece? Like, how about it? And she's like, okay. So she sends me like 25 <laughs> references. I'm, I'm like, okay, okay, so pick your favorites. What do you like? And then I'm, I'm doodling something. This came after my uh, my Polaris headpiece, like after yeah. that, that concept. and. You said something about wanting to be the only green magical person. And then I was yeah. like, okay, I see some like Norse like braiding and like she has that circle theme and that emerald color and the stone in the middle is actually, it's styled after a peacock feather since she's pretty into her looks. And I wanted the, I wanted some she studs and I wanted some sure. wings and I sent her a sketch. She liked it. I made her a thing. She liked it. And here we are. For now, the age of apocalypse, Shiga. With your hosts, Dayspring and Scott Free. The name's Cable. Remember it. And the only people who can stop apocalypse are the mutants known as Dayspring, Scott Free, and Michelle. This is Captain America. And we need to defeat apocalypse. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yeah. We're so speechless. Gosh. I wonder why are we speechless? I don't know. You tell me. I mean, there's a lot. There was a lot of sexy in that trailer. Mm-hmm. A lot. I mean, yeah. I mean, we got Daddy Thor, but we also have Mommy Valkyrie, Mommy Jane, like my two mommies. Oh, oh my, my gosh. God. Yes. Freaking Natalie Portman looks jack as fuck, and I am here for it. Yes, yes, me too. I remember, I remember almost a year ago, you and I were sitting um, talking about, I think it was the Loki season finale, and I was like, I am no fan of Natalie Portman, I'm no fan of Jane Foster, I'm a fan of Taika, if anyone can do it, it's him, and I'm like, yep. <laughs> He did it 100%. So today on the podcast, we are going to be reacting to the Thor Love and Thunder trailer. And as always, we are joined by Mr. Scott Free. Hi. I am, as always, here just for the hardcore nudity. And (laughs) some of you who are watching this on video might be wondering why I'm wearing a Magneto helmet. Uh, Magneto is not in the film, but my giant broke my Loki helmet. So we're, we're improvising. This is this is vamping. And, you know, like when Magneto shows up, you just have to deal with it because that's his whole thing. <laughs> I love especially as we were talking about Michael Fassbender in shame, like he just shows up. Got to deal with it. Yep, he shows up. There's hardcore nudity, underlying sexual tension with Charles. It's great. But we'll uh, do we're our best. Yeah. 
we have our reoccurring host, Michelle Waffle Otero. Hi, everybody. I'm dressed up as Thor's number one fan, Enchantress. <laughs> have you officially debuted that look at a con? I I haven't. I was I was supposed to wear it to the Doctor Strange premiere, and Petra made this gorgeous, gorgeous headpiece for me. I was going to be the only green magical person in the audience, but then I got COVID and I was not able to attend. Actually, debuted it on Daddy Chad's podcast. Um, I. M- mixed up my times and I thought I had like an hour to do a quick photo shoot in it but I didn't so I showed up in cosplay and he was like oh okay I'm, like, I'm so sorry <laughs> I know this has nothing to do with x-men but here we are <laughs> I love that you left daddy chad speechless <laughs> our third guest today who by the way is the reason why we're discussing Thor Love and Thunder because you DM me and you're like I want to call uh spots for Thor Love and Thunder and I was like yeah let's do it if it's Petra we're here or Sylvie all right excuse me we have Petra back Hall of Fame I mean remember we first met almost a year ago and uh, the most exciting fact about me is that I am the long lost Hemsworth twin Chris Hemsworth and I share a birthday and Thor has always been my favorite like since growing up and this was just you know it was meant to be it was fate you know I'm married we're obviously related so it wasn't meant to be in that way but you know our souls will forever be entwined (laughs) I remember when I first had you on the show, we were with Greg, we were doing Loki and mm-hmm. I forgot how we met. Like, I think you, you did a Dazzler, right? And like yes. I slid into your DMs oh. and I was like, that is such a great Dazzler. I know, right? Was it the Taylor Swift Dazzler? Because I love that. Oh, okay, I love how you know the distinction there because I'm just um, like, well, I'm, oh, not, yeah. <laughs> I'm not a Taylor Swift fan. Sorry. Oh, but disappointed. Okay. I really more I, for I, me I should be did I tell you this one time this is gonna get cut but anyways um <laughs> this one time I left a gig with someone who was incognito and they thought the paparazzi thought it was Taylor Swift and they followed us to our studio in Soho like the paparazzi like came up to our door demanding to see Taylor Swift and it's like no it's not Taylor Swift it's just someone from Brooklyn yeah Jessica will not speak to you excuse me <laughs> whatever <laughs> It was insane. It was a pre-COVID time. All right, guys, we're here to discuss Thor Love and Thunder, the trailer. And let's just initial thoughts. I had initially mixed reactions. I was not at first a huge fan of Gore, the God Butcher, compared to like his comic look. They got rid of like the tentacles and some other things, but it grew on me as the day went on. Uh, I think that's probably about as like close as you can get without using like heavy CGI and all that. And, you know, it, I mean, if you hire Christian Bale, you want it to kind of look like Christian Bale. So I'm, I'm okay with it. Um, other than that, love the nudity, love, love Zeus and the, the Olympians. Um, checked a lot of my boxes. I... I liked it. It was kind of like setting up how they're going to talk about Thor. Like how they're like, gather around kids. This is a story about Thor. And then all of a sudden it's not the Thor we're used to. It's not Thor Odin's son. It's Jane Foster Thor. And 
I like that he's still like hung up on her where I think there's one part in the trailer he's like yeah it's only been like you know seven eight years and she's like oh like four three four (laughs) I love that I love that so much but I wonder I I'm forgetting did she she get snapped yeah did she get snapped I know there's conflicting reports on that I think like in the script it says she wasn't but they didn't confirm it on screen and there's a discrepancy with like Wong being snapped and then obviously we know he wasn't because he became Sorcerer Supreme so yeah I thought maybe it was snap but also I kind of like it where she's like "Mm, I have feels about the romance she was good she should be she She was a little shit and that's okay like I'm here for that and also here for Valkyrie like what is what's her story we didn't get a whole lot of that I feel like she's gonna be Jane's wingman maybe or like maybe I mean I know that they set this up for some kind of love triangle thing, but I don't know. I I feel like Valkyrie's more of like a Jane Foster wingman or wing woman, yeah. if you will. Yeah. I agree. I agree. Yeah. I think they definitely brought the thunder for it. There's a lot of really interesting new uses of powers. I love that they now all have helmets but still recognize each other instantly that's like they always were like why doesn't Thor have a helmet now everybody has a helmet but it's like oh my god it's Jane like totally the last person you might expect in that scenario but hey like who else would it be um I've been following Thor's evolution in the movies just because he's always been my favorite and canonically Thor is like the hero that's down for anything. Like he's simple, but he's not stupid. He's old, but he has an open heart and he just like, you you can't really surprise him with anything. He's seen it all and he's rolling with whatever you throw at him. And Taika Waititi has this ability to make everybody just look like they're enjoying themselves. Like two people like Natalie Portman and like Christian Bale or Christian Pale in this one. Um, <laughs> hey. um, Scott with his white helmet just staring at us. <laughs> I can't see if he's smiling. He looks like he's just not happy I was like, about anything. I was, like, I was like, that's a pun like Scott would like. And like, I see, no, I just Nothing. see like shadow over <laughs> As soon as I put on the Magneto helmet, it's, it's just very stern. It's all business. No emotion. Okay. He's, he's the straight man in this one metaphorically speaking (laughs) but um i just love that there's two actors who have won oscars and who've traditionally been very serious and more known for like their dramatic fare and like jane foster or natalie portman looks like she's enjoying herself and just kind of being like well i'm a superhero here we go and you know christian bale is i think that's what kenneth Branagh was trying to do in the first one but i love that they went from thor's hot jane's hot let's watch them be hot together to they they meet on even ground and like she's not in any way intimidated by him and he's kind of like whoa what's this here i'm not expecting this at all you know and then you have Valkyrie and Jane looking like to me what Pepper Potts and Natasha were in Iron Man 2 
where they're just like sitting back being competent together. It's like, okay, let, let's, let's, let's wait till the guys dig themselves into a hole and maybe we'll jump in. However, our drinks aren't done yet. <laughs> it's fine. Yeah. We'll just watch. Bye. <laughs> So last night after I had a client dinner, I was in the neighborhood of a theater and I was like, you know what? I'm going to watch Multiverse of Madness again. And so my husband and I, we went to go watch Multiverse of Madness and I left that theater so disappointed. I don't need to repeat any of my feelings about Doctor Strange 2 to anyone here, but I saw online that, you know, Thor was trending that I knew it was dropping during the playoffs and I knew what the playoffs were because my cousin was following along when I was in Miami because the heat are playing apparently. So represent Miami. And I saw that trailer and I sat down and I just, it was pure enjoyment, mm -hmm. just absolute pure enjoyment. I love the eighties. I love those callbacks. I love heavy metal quite a bit. And I'm glad Natalie Portman is back. And I think it was her husband, Benjamin Millipide. I think that's how you say his name. Who like made this comment a couple of years ago about like superhero movies. And it's like, dude, your wife is in one. And Natalie Portman was absent from the franchise for such a long time. And I can only imagine like Kevin Feige pitching her being like, hey, come back. You can be a superhero who's dying of cancer. And Natalie Portman's like, yes. I am an actress. I will do this role. And I am so excited that she's back. Although in fairness, we don't have any hint of the cancer storyline, the Jason Aaron, Mighty Thor, you know, story here, other than it's just Jane Foster's Thor. But I find it very hard to believe that they're not going to utilize those thespian skills with Natalie Portman because God love Chris Hemsworth. I love Chris Hemsworth, but you know, he has a limited acting range. If, if there's someone who's going to carry the acting for this movie, it's going to be Natalie Portman, Christian Bale, and Tessa Thompson. So I'm really excited for this movie. I'm excited for this trailer. Yes. Let's yep. dive into it. Let's do it. Do it. Take, okay. take us there. Take us there. Okay. So the opening scene is Korg sort of talking about Thor to like a group of kids. And it is so adorable and we see that Thor is like buffing himself up again. He throws off his jacket and it lands on these people, which I thought was like freaking hysterical. And then the next shot is of him like sort of popping his collar. So I read, um, I reread um, the corresponding uh, comics and uh, this is basically, or it could be um, the planet is named Indigar which is the blue skin folks. Um, and that storyline is basically the, the God butcher is basically, it starts off as a bit of a mystery where Thor uh, answers the prayers of a girl that turns out from that to be from that planet uh, because they don't have any gods and they're all turning into atheists. The horror. Oh, I know. And so he's like, well, that's not right. Every planet has gods. And then he kind of researches a little bit and then finds all the gods butchered, basically. And that's how he starts figuring out that something's wrong. So it might be kind of. And at the end of that part, he meets back up with that girl and they kind of not exactly pray, but do their little like they reinvent kind of their own pantheon 
like, you know, let me tell you about these gods and let me tell you about those. And I think we saw that in Moon Knight a little bit that everybody gets their own version of the afterlife and everybody gets their own like system of gods and rules and how it all works. So I thought that was a neat little tie-in with both of those things. I, I love the 80s like fitness montage. Um, it was yes! It was giving me like Rocky. It was giving me all of these sort of like throwbacks to 80s movies, which obviously, um, you know, Guardians of the Galaxy sort of stuff, chock full of references to the 80s and um, really that sort of vibe. <laughs> um, well, I love 90s and like early 80s stuff. So I'm... I'm here for all that. I think Petra gave us like a great read and like full on backstory. So I don't feel as though I have anything to add to that. Like that was perfect. Okay. So he's out his outfit here. I have two, two, two remarks. One, did he steal one of Peter Quill's jackets and like remove the sleeves and then like bedazzled it or put like because his on biceps it. are too big. He's like, like oh, the, oh, man. it can't be contained. The right like to the, bare arms. That would go back to their rivalry, right? Yeah. From like when they first met in Infinity War. Like, I would love that if he was here. Like, yeah, I took your jacket and I had to rip off the sleeves because these guns right there. Like, <laughs> I'm. Uh, the second thing is, it looks like Thunderstrike. That's yeah. Thunderstrike's costume. Mm -hmm. Yeah, like. I'm yeah. here for it. I love Thunderstrike. I'm the only person on the planet that probably pre-ordered the Marvel Legends Thunderstrike and really love that era of Thor's telling, storytelling. It's a good look. I'm not going to lie. Um, who do we yeah. think? So Thor's meditating under this tree and there are two people coming up behind him. I'm thinking that's Peter Quill and like Mantis. Those are the only two I can think of. The other thing I'm going to note is that he's wearing, like, when he's doing, like, the workout, the 80s montage scene, as, like, you were saying, Scott, he's wearing, like, a trucker's hat that says, like, Avengers on it. Oh, nice. Or Avenger. Like, Mightiest Avenger. Like he's, The Strongest Avenger, I, I think. think it strongest says, like, Avenger. yeah, Strongest Avenger. Strongest Avenger, yeah. He has it crossed out. Like, he, he gave his own little spin on it. Because but, they had that thing in Ragnarok where it was like that they tried to he tried to unlock that space shuttle and it was like strongest Avenger. He's like, nope, that's not no. you, bro. I, he looks so hot in it. But it's also like I heard someone else say this. Is this a callback to Vin Vincent D'Onofrio's Adventures in Babysitting cameo where he plays Thor? Oh. Because he's wearing the halter top with like the, the the trucker hat. And even though I think that's a little bit of a stretch. I wouldn't put it past them, though. That would be so funny, though. I like that. That's a deep cut. That's a I'm deep excited. cut. I'm sorry. If it was any other director, no, it's like, a, I, you don't have to apologize. I'm saying that is that would be that would fit. It is like yeah. a really deep yeah. cut. Yeah, yeah. Like any other director, I'd be like, mm, we're overreaching here. Like it's just Thor in a tank top and like a trucker's hat. But like, no, it's like Tagwatini. So I don't know. Um, it may very well be. So then, like, Jane just, like, shows up. Like, he thinks he's going to get Mjolnir. Did I pronounce that right? I always get Mjolnir wrong. Mjolnir, yeah. And he's, like, so excited to be getting it. And it actually goes <laughs> to <laughs> Jane. I know. He's, like, just kidding. And he's, like, what? <laughs> I, he's taken aback. And I love how it looks. Like, it's still shattered. Hang on. Yeah. I'm trying to, like, freeze on it right here. Like, it's still shattered. Yeah. But, like, you can see all, like, 
the Odin energy. I don't know. That sounds pervy to say. But Odin you know what force, I mean? Like the, I think. the Odin force, Odin like force. all of that, like cracking and like bombolating from it. Like it looks like it was just reassembled haphazardly. Maybe and I it's just, like it's like being pulled together by the forces inside. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like it's not that it's like containing it, but it's like pulling like centrifugal forces. I love that it looks like lightning's running through it. Yes. And like, he looks so happy. Like I'm freeze framing this. Like Chris Hemsworth Mm. looks so happy. And like, it's just a big golden retriever. I love it. I know. Pobrecito. And then we see, obviously he's here like Jane and they have the reunion. And here comes the scene that you were talking about, Michelle, where, She's here, like, was it three or four years? And he's here, like, eight years, seven months, and six days, give her two. Yeah. Yeah. He's got the countdown. He's definitely still got the feels for her. Okay, so here's my my fear about that. Can I, can I, can I put on my clown makeup and tell you, like, what my... I think... Yeah, you take your clown makeup off. <laughs> Bitch, I swear <laughs> clown makeup on. Especially since I've had two glasses of Prosecco. But here, okay, here's what my feels are. I think they're going to be coy about the cancer storyline. I think we're not going to know that she has cancer. And I think throughout the entire movie, we're going to see them sort of reigniting the relationship because I think Natalie Portman is playing some scenes as in Jane is like, yeah, I miss this big golden retriever. And he clearly misses her. And I think they're going to come together only to find out that she is dying and will probably die at the end of the film. And it will be like a heartbreaking story Mm. because like, you know, they're, Oh my God, Michelle, your face right now. Oh my god, that's like the saddest thing. Oh, I think they're gonna do that. I think they're gonna pull some notebook shit on us. Like, and I'm not, I'm not okay with it. Like, I'm the fact that they haven't even addressed that she could have cancer, you know, if they're gonna go this route. It also depends on like what do they want out of like Natalie Portman? How much is she signed for? Like, are they gonna have her for multiple films as Thor? That's true. Or is this like a one and done because Natalie Portman yeah. is. It could go either way. I think in one of the Mighty Thor runs, it's kind of this uh, spoiler for something that was written five years ago, if anyone cares, but um, that it's basically her ability to take up Mjolnir also kind of neutralizes whatever progress the chemo makes. So it gives her superhero abilities and it makes her stronger, but Anytime she like stops and turns back, it's she's basically back at square one with her cancer and she's not going to make any progress. But at some point, um, and that goes back to Michelle, what you were saying, like whatever force holds that whole concept together, eventually, like it, I and I do not remember what the villain was or like how it all happened, but it was like that classic, like you transform one more time and it's going to kill you. And, you know, of course she dies. And of course, you know, she dies and it all happens, but it's, it's comic books. So I think what happens is like, she goes, she gets to go to Valhalla and then she like, doesn't want to go. And in the end, I think they turn her into a Valkyrie instead. So it's like, this could be anything in that kind of, you know, if, if, you know, uh, like Valkyrie lost all her sisters and just to have a female warrior back at her side. And I, I read somewhere on um, uh, one of the, the cast lists that Jamie Alexander is coming back. So I guess there's Sif in there somewhere. 
maybe oh. flashback maybe i don't know if she's still alive or if she was i don't know what her deal is but um that would be something interesting like i feel like they i feel like valkyrie is kind of bored with being king and she's just kind of that there's one scene and i think that that teaser where she's just sitting in a suit and she's like in a meeting or something she's just like screw this i want out and this is kind of her thing you know she gets to go and like smash some heads in and do what she was made to do but she misses her sisters and she also has something to make up for because she feels like she like deserted them in battle and was the only one who made it out alive so if this story goes like kind of the way you're saying where we end up losing jane to cancer maybe she's reborn as valkyrie like at the end or in like the next installment or whatever and that's when we get like tessa thompson valkyrie maybe even like Sif coming in and like the Valkyries are brought back and maybe that's where maybe that's where they they take it because yeah Valkyrie is bored she's she looks really miserable and I know it's about like love and thunder so maybe instead of like Valkyrie getting a queen maybe she gets her sisters like it's a different kind of love (laughs) I don't know if I can handle all the hotness like in one frame (laughs) I don't know if I can handle all these ladies being, being their best Me neither. Me neither. shining armor. I mm. love that, that she reconstitutes the Valkyries because we saw Hela in Ragnarok decimate them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And the fact that Natalie Portman comes back and she's mighty Thor, she dies at the end, she's reincarnated as a Valkyrie, and then her and mm-hmm. Valkyrie are like, you know what? Fuck this, we have a battalion now. I love that. And that you bring the Valkyries into the MCU, like, permanently. Yeah. No, I, I really can't add anything to the sort of heartfelt concept of, like, her sisters coming back. And, you know, it shows that, like, it's not romantic love. It's familial um, love. Just because I don't think they really set up, like, a romantic interest for, um, for to this point. Um that's just me. I'm I'm trying to think back to um, the actual the uh, the storyline from Jason Aaron's Thor run, um, and you know you see. Well, you know we'll get to that when we get to that point in the trailer. I don't want to jump ahead. the The only thing I really want to note is that when Jane transforms into Thor, she has her 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 hammer aloft you see statues in the background and this has already been dissected like endlessly online. But the ones I noticed were the living tribunal and Mm -hmm. the watcher and then lady death. And then the only thing that there's a a woman with a helmet there. And I want to say that's Irene Adler, AKA destiny, but I don't think it is because if we didn't get an an X-Men reference in multiverse of madness, like I'm not even going to go there, but anyways, um, I don't see them doing an Easter egg. Just <laughs> covering up his like glasses. My glasses. No. Glasses. I love um, that when you said that. I heard multiverse of badness. <laughs> oh my god, badness! Yes, I wish I was that shady. Okay, listen. When when the statue falls on Captain Marvel, why couldn't that be a statue of Phoenix or something like that? Why was it a random statue? Why? Why couldn't you give us an X Men Easter egg? I, I'm just saying. Why did that killer at all? How does that? Yeah, that's a, an entirely different We're, conversation. Yeah, that's three hours but later. Living Tribunal was in Loki mm-hmm. and was in Multiverse of Madness very briefly. 
So, so we know that that is sort of, I wonder if they're building towards something with the living tribunal. Apparently some people are speculating that one of the statues is Eon, which is another like kind of deep, um, deep Marvel cut or, um, but I don't know. I, I don't think it'll be, oh, uh, Infinity, uh, who looks like oh, Destiny. Yes, mm-hmm. you're right. You're right. Listen, I'm sure it's one of those other characters and not Irene Adler. So I'm happy to be wrong in this situation. This this is the year of destiny, though. Like, she's back. <laughs> you know, she's boss bitching it around Krakoa. I mean, she could show up here. I don't know. What did you... Okay, so here's the thing, though. And, and this is where my comic book knowledge is somewhat limited. I don't know too much about Gore the God Killer. I think... Um, and this is me being the Thorfian. <laughs> um Interestingly, I always liked him as a villain because he gets what is normally reserved as the hero's journey. Um, I think, and I think his family was killed somehow. And it was something that when he figures out that there are gods, they're just not helping his people for some reason because they don't care. Like he wants to take up vengeance. And that's normally and, and then he gets that sword i think it's called like the all black or something it's some weird mm. like symbiote thing again which i think might be interesting if they want to bring like an alien symbiote into the mcu somehow maybe again reaching too far oh you mean like the one that's sort of hanging out after tom hardy left I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> None of us. None of us want to Never, never heard of him before. <laughs> um, we don't know her here. Yeah, no, she doesn't even go here. Um, but he picks up the sword and it's kind of sort of sentient and it gives him the ability to carry out his mission and butcher gods. And he kind of is just trying to send a message and he's just going against the powers that be because he's raging and he's pissed and he's grieving, which I think is kind of a, a better and more engaging way to do it than like Malekith did because like he had a good motivation. It was just done poorly. It was like, you just want to turn off the light everywhere. Cool. But you know, it's like, no, I want a place for my people. Like, you know, and him is kind of like his motivation is kind of the gods have failed me. Well, let's see if they can defend themselves against someone who's been wronged by them because that's never happened and they don't know what's coming. So I thought that was a really interesting motivation. But I think in the end, in the comics, the sword kind of turns against him because um, it's not like it doesn't agree with him anymore, basically. And it just decides to abandon him at the last moment. And that's when... um, there's some time travel in there too, where it's like young Thor with a bunch of Vikings fighting gore, and then now Thor fighting, and then future old man Thor with the destroyer arm. Like apparently they fought for like 900 years off and on, and they all get together and like fight him in the end and win because his sword lets them down. Okay, but do they explain why does he look like a cross between Voldemort and Betty Davis and whatever happened to baby Jane? Because I literally saw those vibes and I'm like, does that mean Thor is Joan Crawford in this situation or Harry Potter? I'm like confused here. No, they they tone down his appearance from the comics a lot. They make him a lot more human looking Mm -hmm. in um, the the trailer. Um, 
but to be the the venom nerd for a little bit um the sword is actually originally forged by um the god of the symbiotes noel oh yeah that's right k is silent yeah k is silent noel for lack of a better phrase he he craps out this item that he then merges with the power of a dead celestial and then that's the sword so you get your celestial Mm tie-in um with all the eternals sort of stuff but um yeah there's time travel with with null there's always time travel and it goes through time and eventually abandons gore and null has it again when he attacks earth so it's all listen if we can get the Eternals back in the MCU, I mean, sign me up. Yeah, look at Michelle. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Let's get them back. I love them. So the only other things I wanted to note before we get into that infamous last scene <laughs> is that there is a shot with Korg and, and, and Thor and to his right or his left, if I'm looking at the camera to his left, there is like an empty slot. It looks like a shot meant for three people. And it looks like someone was CG'd out. I wonder, oh. we know they do this. I wonder, I want to pose, who do who do we think could have like a surprise cameo or role mm-hmm. in this in this movie? I know okay. people were joking that it was Drax and he's just invisible. <laughs> <laughs> it's not. But but to play off like the turn thing what if it is um oh my gosh i can't think of his name um Icarus? star fox no star fox. Oh. what if it's star fox oh eros <laughs> yeah i'm here yes. for that yes what if it's what if it's thanos's bro bro because he seems like he's very worldly and he travels around um, if Dan was here, he could definitely give us a full backstory, and I feel like he would back me up on this. If, yeah. Yes. If, yeah, if sure. Namor Cosplay was here, we would be here till four in the morning, understanding <laughs> every single panel that Star Fox has ever oh. appeared in. We love you, Dan. <laughs> it looks like he likes a good time, so I wouldn't put it yeah. past him. Um, I, think- I agree. I agree with yeah. that, Michelle. I think it could yeah. very well be like someone like Star Fox that we're just not mm-hmm. anticipating. Because he's funny, too, and like the Guardians of the Galaxy and the Thor films have that humor element to them. So I think Eternals is very serious, but if we're going to get a humorous Eternal from that, I feel like Star Fox slash Eros would be the one. I think that actually makes a lot of sense. I mean, mm-hmm. I know like the internet rumors were always, oh, it's going to be like Hercules with the appearance of like the Greek gods, but I don't think they really have anybody cast for that and i feel like that would have gotten bigger um sort of attention um it could be could be eros i mean i don't think it's loki um since he's off doing timey wimey stuff don't know you know all i know is that i'm usually super wrong about these things so um i don't know i think might just be someone who 
might step in later. It might just be like Valkyrie coming up on the other side or, or something. Yeah, with like a new costume or something. Yeah. Or, 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 or like Jane Foster as a Valkyrie, you know, like end of movie reveal. Yeah, it might be something. And, and again, I'm 95% sure that I'm wrong. But um, it, it it's just, it can be something where they like edit somebody out or it could be something where they like fake it out and then it's just like the last person like walks into frame like a split second after that shot ends like it could go either way i I just i don't know anymore this just hit me with it it's fine i mean i i i know with like multiverse of madness there's a rumor that they were gonna put balder who's another thor character mm. in but again yes uh, he was supposed to be an Illuminati who wasn't present or something. Um, oh, good. He was probably competent. Yeah, competent. <laughs> <laughs> I really um, did not like Multiverse of Madness. He's, he's kind of useless in, in the comics. He's like the nice one that has no screen time whatsoever because it's always about Thor and Loki just He's He's nice this. and really, really good looking. And I don't know. That's it. That's his power. Yeah, pretty. I listen. Putting on my clown makeup, I would love it to be someone like Storm, given all like the thunder, like there, <laughs> like. But I think that would be listen. That, that I think that would have leaked already. And yeah. again, I don't have any faith. Um, you know who I think it could possibly be? And again, this is total left field, but it could be Beta Ray Bill, voiced oh. by Chris Hemsworth. He's a complete CG character, and Chris Hemsworth is voicing him, and that's it. So I forgot about that guy. And he was, and he was in Thor Ragnarok. He, his statue was there. Yeah, so, he was. so I don't know. Listen, huh? I'm just, I'm being crazy. Those that that's, I love beta Ray bill. Fingers crossed on it. Can we get to the Olympian scene where he's, where they're battling Zeus and the gods. And obviously we know later on in the trailer, uh, Valkyrie will have the thunder that that's that that Zeus has. Mm-hmm. So that's already salivating enough. But what what happened, Michelle? What happens in this final <laughs> moment of the trailer? Take your time. Oh, look oh at it gosh. again if you need reference. Okay, listen. Since I'm dressed up as Thor's biggest fan, um, I mean, we get to see his godly like physique. I mean. Everyone was literally like blown away by it. They they fainted at the sight of his magnificent Thor hammer. I mean, <laughs> I, I don't. Right now. I just I want to see the uncensored version. I feel like they're going to uncensor it because trailers are for everybody yeah. and be family friendly. But the movie might give us a little something something some little like thor buns you know so i i did pause at this part <laughs> why we all that, why would I, why would i but why not, not? i'm like i'm like red right now but did you notice what's oh. on his back he has a tattoo of loki's horns like his headpiece there yeah. wait i need to yeah. go back and see i'm, I'm trying so to go back yeah, yeah, that's exactly that. That's what I noticed the first time I paused it. I it was, was just oh, staring. I at, got distracted. I didn't even that, see that, it. you guys. <laughs> yeah, yeah it's, 
I did so, not totally see an Easter egg video that had to explain that was there for me because I was not, I was not oh, distracted by anything else in that. No. Okay. Okay. I I got yeah. I was literally booty blinded, so I. <laughs> yeah. That we were. That's the name of this title now. Uh, booty blinded. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, Chris Hemsworth is a beautiful human being, and I'm so sorry that in like 2012. I walked by him at San Diego Comic-Con. I had no idea who he was. And Jeff was like, oh, that was Chris Hemsworth. I was like, really? Like, I'm sorry because he is a gorgeous hunk of man. You just walked by him? And like, Michelle would like a word with you. (laughs) No, but you know who I did see a block later? Uh, Because they were all on their way to the EW party. You know who I did see a block later? Trisha Helfer from Battlestar Galactica. And bitch, I stopped her. And I took I took a selfie with her and Willa Holland, aka Thea from Arrow, aka Caitlin Cooper from the OC, walked by me too. And I was like, "Huh, that looks like Caitlin Cooper." So, listen, nothing personal to Chris Hemsworth. You're just not Trisha Helfer. Like, okay, okay, fair. that's fair. That's fair. Number six is very distracting. It's fine. We love that number <sighs> six energy. Um, anything else you guys want to know from the trailer? I know I said like ten minutes, and here we are, almost an hour I, later. I knew it. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. I'm I'm curious as to the role that Valkyrie is playing in this movie because I'm we're seeing Thor's journey, we're seeing um Jane's journey, but I'm not really getting a sense of where Valkyrie's story is going. And I don't know if they're going to explain that more in another trailer drop or if we're just going to have to see it play out. Like that's the only thing. Well, the big thing, I know we talked about this earlier, the big question everyone has been posing for this movie is who's going to be Valkyrie's queen. I love the idea that it's actually the sisterhood. I hope that really works out. I do hope they lean into the LGBTQIA plus aspects of the character and really do go there. Because I think it has been a little disappointing sometimes in the MCU where we're promised something like that and it doesn't really come to fruition. So, yeah. I think what we're going to see with Valkyrie is that Valkyrie does not want to be king. Valkyrie is a warrior. She wants to be on the battlefield. Yeah, there is a quote that I'm paraphrasing now, but Taika was asked about, you know, things about the movie. And he said something along the lines of, if you think Jane is the only thing Thor wants to sleep with in that movie, get ready for a lot of surprises. So, um, like I said, Thor's always been canonically the god that's down for anything. So, and like with a director like that, if you haven't seen Our Flag Means Death, you need to. And it's it's so like effortlessly woven in. There's a bunch of like non-binary characters and like people that just seamlessly go along with it. And there's that LGBTQ stuff just woven in without like oh, look at this, look at this, but, you know, oh, but this one likes guys. It's, it's, it's like, it just happens and it's very organic. And he has such a beautiful gift for that where he just kind of throws it in front of the viewer without being like in your face. And it just kind of like, you know, oh yeah, of course. So I'm hoping there is something interesting like that. I hear like Jeff Goldblum's coming back. 
for a little bit as the grandmaster, mm-hmm. which I'm looking forward to. I am super hoping for at least maybe a post-credit scene of Loki. Maybe there's a beautiful piece of art that I saw at some point where it's like Thor sitting there, like drinking his depresso and Loki pops up just to like see him and let him know that he's not dead. And then Thor just like gets up and like shakes him by the collar and yells at him for like constantly dying and being an a-hole to him. And it's, it's such a big sweet thing. And it was just like, I want that bit of that last bit of resolution maybe because they exist in like different timelines and universes now. And I don't know. I just, I just kind of want that last bit of sentiment to like slide home. So I, I agree. Don't know. I mean, I think you said that well, like I hope they yeah. lean into sentiment and like they recall that like what makes the MCU special are these character relationships first and foremost. So I, I do hope we get Loki in there. Loki and Sylvie in the post credit scene right there. And they come to Thor. If they're going to lean into what happened in Doctor Strange where the incursions are happening, they're coming to collect Thor and, or, or Valkyrie or, you know, Jane Foster, Thor, whoever. And they're like, listen, the multiverse is at stake here. We got to go. Like, I hope it's something that big and epic. I always encourage our listeners to read. Um, so... Um... Jason Aaron's uh, Thor God of Thunder with the said Ribok uh, is one of the greatest Thor stories. It's probably the greatest of the 21st century. Um, you can get it easily on Amazon. Volume 1, The God uh, God Butcher, Volume 2, God Bomb. It's epic art, epic story. Um, this movie takes a lot from it, just from the trailer. So check it out. I'm excited. You should be excited. Everybody get excited. <laughs> All right. Hall of Fame slash Petra slash Sylvie, where can folks at home find you? I am most active on Instagram at Hall of Femme. Hall of Femme is pretty much my handle on any sort of social media platform. So if you use anything and you find me there, uh, to varying degrees of activity, that's where I'll be. Michelle, where can folks find you? You can find me on Instagram and Twitter at Michelle Waffalo. You can also just search. I'm the only Michelle Waffle in the multiverse that I know of. <laughs> and I also have a joint account with my husband, Adventures in Geekdom, where we chronicle our toy hunting and comic collecting uh, activities. Yeah, you just picked up a Dark Phoenix Marvel Legends two-pack. I did. Look, it's right here. <laughs> Are you officially broke now? Like, did you have to put your house on the market just to get that? You know, this was actually gifted to me. So, <gasps> Damn, that is a mic drop. <laughs> wow. Like, I love that flex right there in Chetris. Well, so many people have, like, DM'd me. They're like, how much did you pay? Where did you get it? And I'm just like, Ugh. No comment. No comment. <laughs> I can't tell you. It was a gift. Ah. <sighs> Well, somebody likes you very, very much. Yes. Yes. The person who gifted it is super sweet. I did them a solid. They've done me a solid, like when I first moved down here. So it was, it was not asked for. It was just given to me and I was blown away. I'm like, oh my God. 
Oh. oh my god, I love that. I love that as a thank you, people send Marvel Legends. Like, I think that should be, like, a standard going forward. It's legal in our tender. In this <laughs> I would send more to people, but they're either out of my price range or they already have them. So I'm like, oh, okay. I just don't think I like anybody enough to that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, even people who've done me solid, so I'm like, yeah. thanks, but, like, I'm still not giving you a two-pack Dark Phoenix. But, but I have space on my shelf. I mean. <laughs> Scott, where can folks at home find you? Uh, you can find me on Instagram, Mr. Scott Free. Uh, you can find me on Twitter, also at Mr. Scott Free. If you don't follow me, I'm there. If you do follow me, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm around. Yeah, I'm at Power of X-Men on Instagram. Do not engage with me on Twitter. Every time I tweet something, people fall off. Like, I'm just that bad at Twitter. And folks, we are going to be discussing Thor Love and Thunder when the movie hits theaters July 8th. Yes. Uh, okay, yes. I'm like Googling it really yes. quickly. Yes, 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 yes. <laughs> I'm like, where is it? Right here. All right, folks, we'll see you next time. Bye. Bye. Well, thanks, sugar. The age of apocalypse is now over, and we'll see you next time. The age of apocalypse is over. For now. <laughs> <laughs>